Hi there. It's Aubrey from Be The Evidence Podcast. Susan, Grace, and I are so grateful that you are here, that you're tuning in, that you're showing up, that you're listening, that maybe this podcast is spurring conversation and contemplation in your worlds. That is a tremendous honor for us to be a part of. Thank you, sincerely. Before we get into the podcast, just wanted to let you know a couple of things. Susan and I run a community platform at www.betheevidence.live. It is a membership site where individuals and members get access to a lot more goodies than are just offered on our podcast. So after every podcast, Susan and I record um, a 12 sun sign astrology forecast with tarot cards for everybody based upon the themes that come up in our podcast. That's only accessible if you're a member. On top of that, what you find in the membership site is presence practices that are pertinent to the shifting energies. There are weekly live calls. There are pop-up calls that can be in the spur of moment of, hey, this is shifting. Let's dissect a conversation around it. Or there are tarot cards where everybody can pop up um, and get a tarot card pulled for them. There's a lot going on in BeTheEvidence.live, and it's truly a platform to help uplift, motivate, and center and ground all of us as we move through these shifting energies throughout 2019 and into 2020, because the reality is we all need a little bit of help. And so if that's something that speaks to you, know that we are here and we would love to see you at our next live call, which happens weekly. If that is of interest, please go and check out www.betheevidence.live. And now here's the podcast. I mean, there are times whenever it's like, I'm, I'm still here. I think I might be a superhero because you're still here. Mm-hmm. That grit, it really comes through that backbone of like, I'm still breathing. All right. <laughs> um, we're still in Pisces season, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mercury is going to retrograde. We're recording on uh, Monday the 4th. Mercury is going to retrograde tomorrow in Pisces at 29 degrees. Um, that's trining into North Node and Cancer at 25. It also trines into anyone's natal placements that are in the final 10 degrees of Scorpio, which we need to probably talk about. Mm-hmm. Right now, uh, the moon is crossing Black Moon Lilith in Aquarius, but when this goes up tomorrow, moon will be in Pisces. Mm-hmm. You're good. So, yeah, a whole lot of water, big feels. Uh, the moon is crossing Black Moon Lilith and Aquarius, and, and I kind of like this energy right now because it allows for some detachment to try and analyze kind of where we are. And I think that we need to because the water is about to crank up even more. Wonderful. Yeah. It allows for detachment, but it also, I'm, noti- I'm, I'm noticing this particular moon cycle in Aquarius 
it's making me really want to be closer to people who I feel like I belong with. And I think that there's a lot of safety and comfort in that. I agree with that entirely. Like, um, I, I, as you know, I fell this weekend and I have had that, what has come up for me is more of like, oh, I want people close. Like I want my, my team close. I want my friends close. I want people to check in on me. Like I want to check in on them. I want that camaraderie because there's a safety net with it. There's a security, even if I'm not able to like, um, fully have enough time or presence to dive into everything that's arising with all of these waters, just to know that there's somebody out there that I can like reach out to, right? There's safety and support and comfort in that right now. Yeah. Like a buoy, mm-hmm. right. Or, or, or like a life preserver, yeah. you know, because that much water, you know, if you're, if you don't follow astrology all the time, that much water happening at once can be overwhelming emotionally. It can be exhausting. It can feel like you're drowning a lot of it in karmic stuff. Pisces season tends to bring up a whole lot of stuff from the past because it's coming up to be healed and to be moved off. Mm -hmm. Um, But it can feel like you're never going to be free of it. If you're not consciously and awarely focusing on healing out of it, it can be like, Oh my God, I'm never going to get this off of me ever. Yeah. And that's not true, but it feels that way. Oh, definitely. It feels never ending. Like Mm -hmm. the stories are always going to be pertinent. The stories of being alone or hurt or um, suffering or needing to be tough and like put a game face on or whatever the story may be. Like it seems like it's never ending at this point in time. Why do you think that is? Is it, is it, part of it I think is, um, it's uncomfortable to ask for help. It's uncomfortable to, to say, oh, I'm in it right now. Wow. Like we want to be strong. We want to like be tough. We want to lead or whatever, not be a burden. Right. I think that's a lot of it is that, well, I mean, what happens really when we ask for help? We're recognizing that we're in a state of vulnerability, that we cannot handle it ourselves. And so it's like being exposed. And I think whenever we choose to be exposed, especially if it's like physical hurt um, or even emotional hurt, there's like, a, and maybe it's just me, like there's this hidden belief that other people don't want to hear about it, that they don't want to actually show up for us, that like who's really going to take care of us when we're really, truly physically, emotionally, mentally vulnerable? Like who really wants that it, it, the story in my head is that burden upon them, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. so like, really be in that space where you're trusting that it's safe to be that vulnerable in all of the ways and that you're going to be seen, held, supported, recognized, respected. I mean, that's a leap. It's not wanting to be a burden. It's also, I mean, think about the words that you're saying, being vulnerable, safety, exposed, it does happen in life whenever you show that you've got some weakness going on that people take advantage of it. True. So I think it's important to know who you can and cannot trust. I mean, you don't want to just go around telling just anybody I'm really vulnerable right now. Right. Cause sometimes people might be like, here's our chance to take advantage. Of her. Right. You know, I've got my team. I've got, I've you and I were just talking about this. I've got my closest friends all have strong Scorpio placements. And I find that really interesting because 
trust means a lot to us. Mm-hmm. And so we're trustworthy. Like we would never take advantage of each other. Right. And therefore we feel like we can trust that we won't be taken advantage of. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. It, it's a, it's a mirroring. Um, I mentioned this on my Facebook page and I want to, I want to mention it here now too, in case there's people who haven't seen it on my page. Um, people who have natal placements in the last 10 degrees of Scorpio while Mercury's in a retrograde cycle during March, but then it'll go direct. We got to get it. We got to get Mercury back out of Pisces. It's going to go over the same area. Right. into April. Um, you need to be real careful with reaching out, not isolating too hard, and self-care. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of this, the karmic stuff that's coming up for everyone with Mercury retrograde in Pisces, um, the need for self-care that's coming up for everyone in Cancer is already overwhelming. But if it starts to trine into Scorpio placements in the third, ten, the last ten degrees, also, it can feel like, um, it can feel like you're getting taken down. It can feel like you're being haunted. It can bring up survival fears, and that can become very convincing if you isolate yourself too hard and get caught up in the swirl of that intense kind of triggering. Yeah, when isn't even more <laughs> this is like the irony of the situation right it's so seductive to be isolated when you already feel like vulnerable when you feel like you need extra help right at least maybe that's for me like when i feel like oh, i don't want to be a burden on somebody that's the exact time that i want to be more isolated like <laughs> yeah yeah you know? i have to trick myself into it like first of all i've over time and with age, I've learned that when I get like that, I have to force myself to be honest with the people that I trust and be like, I am really uncomfortable in saying this, but I am struggling and I need to connect in some way. And my, my, my closest friends are like, whoa, if you're admitting it, then we're, you are definitely in it. And they're there for me. My friend Val, so sweet. She's, she's got a Scorpio placements too. I, t- I was like, I'm just going to be honest here and say that I'm, uh, I'm in it. I'm, I'm kind of getting flooded. And she's like, I would love to talk with you right now. Love it. It caught me by surprise. Right. Cause you think they're going to be like, well, call me later. Huh? Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, I can't really talk about that right now, but and maybe you can reach out then. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So learning to be honest in a way that's not grabbing at people, you know, right. just like, honestly, I'm struggling right now. Because if, if any of my friends were struggling, I would want them to blow up my phone. Right. Text me all night long. He- yeah, of course. And then further though, I feel empowered when I notice if I'm feeling this way, other people with strong water placements must be too. And I've been actively reaching out and checking on them. Yes. It's almost like if you can put out, if, if you direct it outward, it doesn't feel so burdensome, you know? I mean, I don't, <laughs> it's such a hard thing to talk about. Like when you say you don't want to be a burden, I am like, are you kidding me? You would right. never be a burden ever. Right. But I feel the same way. I'm like, I don't want to be a burden. And I'm sure that you're like, what are you talking about? 
What are you talking about? I would never say that. I'm like, yeah, go ahead, spill it all. Oh, you were hurt? Tell me about it. What do you need? Need tea? I'm on the way over, even though you live states away, right? Right. It doesn't matter. I'm sending it. UPS overnight. Like, (laughs) it's that conversation of, man, it just takes a whole lot of guts to even say, I'm not my best self right now. Like, before we even got on, for this, I would told you, I'm not my best self. I'm dealing with pain. I'm mentally not here. Like that takes a whole lot of guts for me to even acknowledge that. And I think it, it's so easy to be like, oh, I just want to hold back. I don't want other people to know, or I'm going to minimize it because we don't want to have other people's shoulder or the responsibility or the perceived responsibility for where we are emotionally or physically or mentally. But then there's something that is so sacred and uplifting and life-changing, I think, in just that process of even Val being like, I'm going to meet you here now, right? Like it shifts energies, not only for you, but also how you are in the world, right? Like I really do believe that that's how we change our society is because we haven't really lived in a society of a lot of vulnerability. And so to take these times where it feels really emotionally dense and use them as a catalyst for connecting with one another, even if it's selfishly to keep us out of our own misery, it's really necessary or it feels necessary. I agree. I mean, we've been talking um, in our live calls with our be the evidence dot live members about how the collapse in systems or traditions or rules or expectations that's happening in Capricorn. I personally believe that it's fueled by how we connect with each other in different ways. It's the placements in Libra. Mm-hmm. And, and really, to, 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 simpl- to really simplify it, I really think that the way that we get through these changing times is through love. Mm-hmm. We love each other better. Right. Care about each other. I think it's interesting, that thing about you don't want to be a burden and you're, you're not a burden, right? right? But so, so why, why would you th- like the feeling of, I don't want to be a burden, you know, to make it more fine tuned. What really bothers me is I don't want people to feel like they want to do something about it when there's nothing to be done. Right. And so maybe there's something to say about that. Maybe there's something to say, if you're holding space for someone, you don't have to solve the problem. Right. Just be present. You don't have to take it on of, oh God, how do I fix this for you? Maybe you can't. Right. Maybe you don't need to. And that's okay too. Yeah. I think it's like just this request for allowance, right? Just to be allowed to have the experiences when they're uncomfortable and to be like, I mean, I'm when to say I'm really physically in pain and then to go, okay. I'm sorry that that's how you are feeling. And is there anything that I can do to support you? If not, do you want to talk about it? Can I just sit with you? Right? Like there, there's an allowance there of just having the experience that the that experiencing whatever you're experiencing is okay. It's just, it's like heartfelt. It is a human experience. And to be allowed to fully experience it without that reaction of like, oh, well, 
this is how you should handle it. Or you should have done that like this, or this is how you should be looking at the perspective of it. Like here, I'm going to take care of this for you, right? Like there's not really a whole lot of allowance in those types of reactions. I think it's allowance in letting people in too. If you're the one who's vulnerable, right. if, if people who really care about you, you're taking something from them if you don't let them in, right? Right. You're pushing up against them. Like it, you had a, you had a, you didn't kind of fall. Like you really fell mm -hmm. like for real. Yeah. And you allowed me to check in on you and you told me what happened. If you had just said, I'm fine, Susan, I'd be like, what, what, wait a second. <laughs> you have to let me care about you. Well, it's this lesson and like being able to be received and receiving, you know, like I think we've talked about this before in the podcast of like, that I think as a culture, one, we haven't been in a lot of like mindful allowance of what we're experiencing, right? Like that we don't have to run, like I fell down the side of a mountain. Normally the, the response would be like, okay, well, how are you going to take care of it? And how quickly are you going to heal? Right? Like get through it fast. And I, I have that story for myself, let alone other people for having that story for me. But there's like the, also the teaching and being able to receive. I already know that I have a story in my head and perspective of myself of like, you just tough through it. You'll be fine. You've got grit. You're not dead. Keep going. And I am not really receiving of my own experience in that, obviously. And then I can push people away, right? Like with, with you checking on me, there's definitely been times in my life where I've been like, I'm fine. I'm not dead. I'm still breathing. We're good. Keep going. And it's a lesson for me and just being able to be humble enough to receive that somebody cares about me. And that gets to dismantle my stories of, you know, not being cared for, not being loved all that sort of stuff. People who have natal placements in Scorpio, especially the final 10 degrees across the board go, as long as I'm not dead, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> like, so it's <true. laughs> and, and so, and so the, trine, the trine into North Node in Cancer yeah. and Mercury in Pisces is like, let's reach a little bit further than just not being dead, okay? <laughs> True. This morning I was like, well, I'm breathing. So, you know, that's beneficial than not breathing more beneficial. <laughs> so, so <clears throat> it's, you know, when things like this happen, personally, I'm like, why did this happen? Right. Why, why am I being humbled right now? Right. And sometimes it forces you to get real still. Mm-hmm. And to like, for, like it, you might be, first of all, well, we don't need to analyze your chart on the podcast. So I apologize. But for everyone in general, okay, North Node in Cancer is like, when I say it's time for excessive self-care, I am not kidding. I mean it. Completely. Like the tarot, I've been pulling the Four of Swords for the last two weeks, which is you need to sit your ass down and rest. Otherwise, something's going to seriously make you do it. Right. And I've been like, oh, you're real cute. I'll lay down for 15 minutes before I go to bed. Like, it will be fine. And then, nope. Nope. Really gonna lay down. You're not listening. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I, I, uh, I think that might be some Chiron and Aries going on for people too. Yep. 
when, when we're at Chiron and Aries is going to have us heal how we've hurt ourselves and each other. And in the first 10 degrees, it's how we've hurt ourselves, mm -hmm. you know, like pushing it, pushing it way too hard. Yep. That's, that's people who have natal Chiron and Aries. That's what we do. Mm -hmm. We push ourselves past the breaking point. And then when we break, we're like, oh, well, I went too far. <laughs> we stop before that. Me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's going to be important in the weeks to come um, to understand that if things are coming up, maybe things coming up you didn't even know was in there. That yep. happened to me last week. Things I didn't even know was still in here came up. Right. It's meant to be healed and moved off. Okay, that's going to be Mercury retrograde in Pisces. North node in Cancer is excessive self-care. I cannot overemphasize it enough. Mm -hmm. Excessive self-care. You can't go too far about this. Um, Uranus is going to click into Taurus the day after Mercury retrogrades this week. And we'll talk more about it in the next podcast. But... Um, we're getting into a zone where we're going to need to raise our self-worth past where we think it's sane to meet up with new things that are trying to manifest and come in. I think that's part of Mercury retrograde in Pisces of, you know, feeling like, you know, it's going to happen to everyone except me. Mm -hmm. um, Mercury in Pisces square, Jupiter in Sagittarius. It's going to happen for everyone except me because I've got karma or bad things have happened or I'm disappointed or my feelings are hurt or whatever and trying to clean that off so that we can open up to new that's trying to come in. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be overly concerned about what is new trying to come in right now. We need to be cleaning out how we feel so that we can recognize it when it shows up, it'll show up however it needs to. Right. Yeah. I think it's that willingness um, to lean into self-care and make every day and every moment a practice of self-care whether it be like you have to work from bed or that you haven't had a sip of water in the last hour right or you have been sitting at your desk for the last five hours and you haven't gotten up and taken a couple of steps or put a nice music in so you can have a distraction from your work right like really moving our perception of like how do I create self-care as my overall sense of self and being in the world because how else I think can we clean away things if we're not consistently returning to how do I give myself allowance if I'm looking for allowance out in the world? Yeah, I, th I think, I mean, there's a reason why North node is in cancer while South node is in Capricorn. Right. South node in Capricorn with Pluto and Saturn hovering around it for much of this year with its retrograde cycles is old systems, old rules, traditions, institutions, organizations that are oppressive are collapsing. Mm -hmm. And it's not like it, hap it just happens outside of you and you witness it. It's in your bones. Yep. It's in your bones. You have been taught to push yourself hard, to go cold, to steal yourself, to be strong, to, to keep going no matter what and never rest. Right. Leaning into excessive self-care is a revolutionary act right now right. do it hard in protest against the messaging you've been taught i mean i i, I literally was taught this whenever i was in corporate america right. i literally was taught 
the the harder I went, the higher I got, the longer I was there, the more I had to steal myself. I became a machine. Yeah. That's what they want. Right. And we have to start going, no. And right. heal our humanness. Come back to being human again. Come back home to yourself and repair that. I think it requires such a conversation, a willingness to even have that conversation. Like this morning, I walked into my class that I teach at university and I was like, look, guys, I had a real human weekend and I'm feeling like really emotional. I'm in a lot of pain and I'm mentally not the co most coherent. So like, this is me as a human telling you like, just give me a little slack because this is what it looks like. And then I had two other students say like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you said that because I really need to go take self-care because I've been up and not sleeping for hours. I'm like, oh. Yeah, see, like we're all humans. Like we don't have to always be on this like mentality of I've got to be here. I've got to do more. Nobody can know if I'm in pain. Yeah, if you're going to be successful in life, you deny your humanness. Oh right. my God. How do we get there? Yeah, that's crazy. It's nuts. Crazy. Yes. And we certainly do not build new worlds from there. And we don't connect from there. And we don't build webs from there. I think that's on purpose. Mm hmm it wants us not connected to each other because if we start connected e connecting to each other in very meaningful ways we're going to change shit mm -hmm. we're going to be like i feel that way too oh my god and we'll do something about it right this is when i start thinking way out there that's fine moon's in aquarius right now i can do that right. <laughs> Float free, my friend <laughs> it's important it is mm -hmm. It is. I think like the more we can be a walking testament, the deeper and the faster that the change happens, right? Even if it is just within our inside of ourselves and the stories that we've been carrying around since birth before then. Yeah. So maybe during this time, if you're feeling super sensitive and vulnerable and you feel like you're being humbled, maybe we can respect that and let it in. Maybe you do need to be humbled. Maybe you just, not, not humiliated, okay? Humbled, like I'm human. Come back to feeling human again. Come back to being vulnerable and open. Just come back, come back, come back, come back. 